0: Hey guys, this is uh, Bryce Mix here with the 9-11 Truthers.
1: And I'm Evan Habitle, and today we'll be discussing, did OJ indeed do it?
0: Wait, 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 Evan. Uh, Time out, time out. Sorry guys, wrong podcast. This is
1: the Habs and Bryce Show, the Habs and Bryce Show, all things Cleveland sports. And uh, I think today we are talking about the uh, Cavs and Browns specifically, a little bit shorter show. Yep. Um, How about we start off with uh, talking about that Celtics game on Friday night.
0: All right, yeah, I mean, what more can you ask from the Cavs besides the actual win of that game? I mean, they fought hard. Uh, they didn't pull it out in the end. I mean, LeBron and Kyrie really showed up. LeBron had the triple double, 28 points, 10 assists, 12 rebounds. Kyrie, 28 points, and only one assist, but I mean, he had a pretty solid game.
1: Well, that's the thing. I mean, and you had Darren Williams playing 31 minutes uh, off mm-hmm. the bench, and he had 13 points, 5 of 10 from the floor. Or, I am sorry. You know, these box scores with this Darren, Derek Williams is getting ridiculous. Excuse me. Darren Williams had uh, four points, two assists, and 24 minutes off the bench, which was plus four with him on the court. Mm-hmm. Derrick Williams, he's the one with 13 and five attempts in the floor. But uh, it wasn't concerning to me. It was, uh, you know, it, w- it was, in my opinion, an Eastern Conference Finals preview.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you got to think back to it. We're still shorthanded. I know it doesn't seem like it now with how star-studded our team still is, but we're minus Kevin Love and J.R. Smith, and uh, we still played a really good game against him.
1: J.R. Smith was about to knock out on you
0: know, later the other night. He looks <laughs> yeah. ready to go. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's war ready. And uh, uh, apparently, the news is we should have him within the next. Uh, what did like they two say, ten, so? ten, 10 to 14 yeah. days, yeah. I
1: think, was the timeline Ty the game, but
0: uh, going back to that game, one thing I wanted
1: to bring up that I noticed in that game is, I know with LeBron James on our team, as Cavaliers fans, we can't complain about the officiating. Yeah. I'm aware that we get calls, he gets away with travels, but, you know, who else does, right? Every other goddamn superstar in the NBA. <laughs> yep. So... When I'm watching the game... Yeah, you can't
0: tell me that... uh, Sorry to interrupt. You can't tell me that Steph Curry isn't favored by...
1: Well, he's a smaller guy. Yeah. Okay. Isaiah Thomas had 12 free throw attempts the other night. LeBron had eight. Now, I'm watching the calls Isaiah's getting where he... There was one on Channing Frye. Yeah, I know exactly. He didn't get
0: touched. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he physically, on the replay, it did not look like he was touched whatsoever. One iota
1: by Channing Frye. Yeah. And... So I said that on Twitter. You, I've just got you know, Mm -hmm. and I said, "Does Isaiah get these phantom calls every game?" I got some uh, blowback from a Celtics fan who I went to school with at Indiana, who um, basically told me that uh, how would you phrase that? That he knows the
0: he he knows that the officiating goes one way, but he was saying, at least from what I took of it, that that I was in
1: La La Land for uh, complaining about LeBron's calls at the rim, mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And so, me being the nerd I am, spent about two hours on a basketball <laughs> reference, Got
0: to study and up.
1: of the top 13 free throw shooters and attempts per game in the league, LeBron is number 13. He averages the second most shot attempts at the rim, next to Giannis Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. Antetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo <laughs> who, ran, who, ran, who has 7.8 shots at the rim mm-hmm. per game, and is ranked 9th in free throw shooting. So that is all I'm trying to say. Giannis, Kumpu, the Greek freak, LeBron and LeBron are suffering from the same kind of phenomenon. Just mm-hmm.
0: big men driving towards the rim? Yeah.
1: yeah. Giannis is 6'11, a, a wiry 6'11, but 220, 230, and LeBron is 6'8, mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to get some calls, and so that's my gripe, and that's all I am trying to say. And, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think that is ridiculous.
0: No, yeah, I don't think that that's anything ridiculous to say at all. And,. This is one of those cases where I do see both sides of the story. I see what the Celtics fan was saying. I don't personally know him, but I I think that you were 100% in the right with that situation.
1: Yeah, and so, also, we... Uh, ball don't lie. Yeah, ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. And when was the last time Isaiah Thomas missed four free throws in 12 attempts? Not often. He mean yeah. he's top five in the league in free throw shooting. But, you know, then we had the Heat game the other night that we want to briefly touch on here, where... You know, yeah,
0: the uh, Cavs B squad coming in straight, with only Tristan as the starter. A
1: Hard B squad, and you know somehow in Dion Waiters' deranged brain, he he was so pumped that he beat the Cavaliers, even He's... though we like. Literally, we're saying, conceding the game. Yeah, and
0: I mean, he only put up eight points for uh three out of ten shooting, so... Well, I, I remember when the Heat were yeah, at 12 in the wins. first half, I checked the box score, and he was like, oh, five. And yeah, was I mean, just... when me and you were talking before the game, we even said, oh, look, this is going to be one of those games where Dion goes off and has one of those Dion games, but he... Did not show up whatsoever for that game.
1: No, and and the Heat been playing good ball. They've won like what eighteen of their last twenty four. Like yeah, yeah, eleven. They, and they, yeah, you know, they so,
0: turned their season around. With some yeah, I mean
1: they've been playing some good ball, and I just find it comical when McGruder dunks on Channing Frye and then slaps him. And... <laughs> Did you see Jr. get up? I mean, yeah, yeah. Jr. Jr. Got JR up. was, was mean, ready to
0: fight. Oh, I mean, I I wanted to see Jr. Mm. throw some hands. I mean, so yeah, man, yeah, I, but, yeah. but not really because he has a wrist injury. Yeah. But, but I mean, if, if that was a game of street ball, that would, there would have been bad blood. Not if, that there already wasn't. If you had to pick
1: two guys on the Cavs to be on your street ball, like, rough and tumble team. I'm picking LeBron I'm and picking JR. I'm picking LeBron and JR. Yep. Because LeBron, <laughs> LeBron's the obvious one, but JR for the one just because. Yeah, oh, no, he, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, smaller,
0: no he's, he's a smaller dude, he, but he's scrappy. He can, he he can throw power. Yeah. Hands. <laughs> he can throw hands, yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. then put a little Hennessy in that guy's system. Oh, <laughs> man,
1: that's what I'm saying. But it's like, you know, the Space Jam, the magic juice, the magic mm-hmm. water, yeah. it's Hennessy. Yep. Yeah, All yeah. right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> little Hennessy product placement for you yeah, guys real yeah, quick. Uh,
1: Pay us. Yeah, exactly, as we're drinking Ryan, guys. But uh, <laughs> um, what makes that really interesting, you know, that little altercation is, uh, th- I mean, this this podcast will probably be released after the results of the game tonight, but the Cavs play the Heat uh, tonight, and I can't wait, because I, you know, a- any little storyline within the NBA season, especially for a team like the Cavs, it's so long that any little bit, bit of added excitement gets me going. Exactly, yeah, and
0: I mean, this is just, as we've said in the last podcast, we're really, as Cavs fans, just geared up for this round of playoffs again, and it's cool to just, have something in the regular season to look forward to and just get you pumped up.
1: Also, Andrew Bogut is supposed to join the yeah. squad tonight. Yeah, okay, yeah, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Andrew it's Bogut should be mark. with the team. So it. Let's yeah, zone it. I, I it know, like we, I know we talked about in the last one, but Bogut. How many minutes? I mean, look at this team. Like, where, where's, where are all these minutes going to come
0: in? If I'm, if I'm looking at it right now, um, I mean, Tristan's at. Twenty-eight. He's putting up about what, like ten points, like his average. He's doing about almost Seven 10, and nine, seven ten. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He's
0: he's right there in that close to a double-double range every night. But I mean, you could chip off some of his minutes. Derek Williams, although he's been great, absolutely, actually fantastic since he's come to Cleveland. Um, I think that he's someone that you could take off a little bit of minutes from and just give Bogut some minutes before the playoffs. Let him get acquainted with the team. I could see him getting 10 to 15 minutes tonight.
1: And I think that's all you need Mm
0: -hmm. from a Bogut. Commit a few fouls, protect the lane. Especially someone who's been injured in the past. You want to preserve him. Make sure that he can play a healthy postseason.
1: Let's take a second and look at the
0: Cavaliers' death here. Let's say Bogut,
1: or let's say uh, Love and JR come back. Mm -hmm. Entirely healthy. So your starting lineup is what? Um.
0: Kyrie JR, Kyrie
1: Jr. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron uh, Tristan, Tristan. Yeah. and now who do you got on your bench? You got Derrick Williams, Darren Williams, Richard Jefferson, Channing Frye, <laughs> Andrew Bogey.
0: We have two of everything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a Kyle Korver. Kyle, even, oh, my yeah. god, like, like, I, oh my god! Oh my god! I didn't even say li- Kyle Exactly, Corbett. because he, we have an embarrassment of riches right now. It's it's you know that you can just look past some guys because. We do have a very solid one and two option for all now with Bogut. We legitimately have one one through five positions.
1: I mean, you know what, LeBron? You got your fucking playmaker. <laughs>
0: yeah, the fucking playmaker <laughs> was found. But uh,
1: so, I mean, moving forward for the Cavaliers, I think the only thing to keep an eye on is just cohesion. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's. We're forty-two and nineteen. We got about twenty-one games left to get this thing together. We get Jr. back, integrate him. Yep. Get Love back, integrate him for a week or two, and uh, let's gear up for the Bucks, the Bulls, the Pistons, whoever it may yeah, be. Celtics. And let's go.
0: Well, yeah, first round we're looking at. The yeah, well, guys, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: it, it, in my mind, it is going to be Celtics, Cavs, but. Okay. Anyways, I know we're moving on to your favorite subject, which okay. is the, uh, the Browns the, and the combine. The, the Browns and the combine, and I will let you. Uh, all
0: right, let start me let me, let me start this off. Um, so, if you guys listened last week, my you probably know my take is I don't think that the Browns should draft a quarterback in the first three rounds, if at all, in the draft. I mean, I would not be mad if they pick a. Even a third-rounder, that's that's fine with me. Third or fourth-round guy, that's okay. You need somebody else to develop. Cody Kessler's probably not your guy a few years down the line, but I think he's serviceable, at least for right now. And uh, looking at these guys, the top three, Watson, Trubinsky, and Kaiser. Uh, Watson was head and shoulders above the rest, if you guys watch the throwing drills. I think he's a guy who is almost solidified himself in the top ten now for the draft. Next month, and I when I was looking at Trebinski and Kaiser doing their throwing drills on their deep routes, a lot of their throws. I mean, Trebinski in just this one round, he had three set of throws. One of them was a bullet to the sideline. The uh, receiver had a great catch, and then the other two were just lofted. And if throws like that in the NFL just are not going to cut it. And when I'm looking at these three guys and when I hear these analysts talk, I'm no NFL scout, but just based on what I've seen, I don't think that uh, Trubinsky or Kaiser can really be one of those guys to come in and really step up and help your program year one or maybe even year two.
1: All right. Let me uh, let me crack a beer as we begin to talk about the Browns because, my goodness, I I... I I'm at the point where we've, we've discussed every scenario, and I don't disagree with your take. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with somebody's take who wants to draft a quarterback, even number one overall. I am mm-hmm. at the point where, as a Browns fan, I am exhausted. I just want them to get it right. Yeah. Just, just get it right. And Miles Garrett at number one, that's a slam dunk.
0: Team. Yeah, I think that that You, 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 you do that not, not be, turn down a, out right. a yeah. talent
1: like that yeah. at number one. That's how you that's how yeah, problems are I, I wholeheartedly. That's how you get fired.
0: Yeah, yeah. And And these guys are they're worried about their own asses too. Mhm. You gotta make the right call. You know, and
1: and I was also talking I was not talking, I was listening to to uh, ninety two three the fan and I forget who they had on which draft Danos, but they were talking about another guy I was high on, Mahomes, mm-hmm. and they said, Well he possesses all the physical tools, um, which he displayed at the combine, yeah, yeah. you know, throwing the deep ball. He really he almost had a Johnny Manziel ish type of role in that Texas Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury who coached Manziel yeah, yeah he, wasn't he was the head a coach he was the things. head coach at Texas mm-hmm. Tech and it was more it was that kind of school ball style and that scares me yeah I, I that that's the kind of skill set that scares me I want a guy even if it isn't necessarily your prototypical pro system a guy that has you know the tools. The tools. Like, like, like a Kaiser. He's yeah, a uh, Kaiser. Yeah. Uh, I, I would take Kaiser, uh, Trubisky, or Watson over Mahomes.
0: But Oh, me too, 100%. 100%. You know, kind of the new phenomenon now is Davis Webb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was someone – I did not know too much about Davis Webb till me and you talked about him last week. And then I started to do some research. Then I got to see him throw in the combine. And he has an absolute canon. Someone who reminds me almost of a Cardale Jones where he just – Literally has a he's rocket. He's 6'5, yeah, He's got a rocket attached to his shoulder. Yeah, this is yeah, a big yeah. guy. He can take hits. Uh, he's not somebody that you got to worry about, especially behind a Browns offensive line, taking some licks back there. And uh, I think you give him some time on the bench to work with uh, your offense. He could be somebody that really turns out well.
1: You know, and one thing, you know, just a little sidebar that's crazy. In 2013 and 2014 at Texas Tech, Guess who he split time with at the quarterback position? Who's that? Baker Mayfield and Mahomes.
0: <laughs> at Dude, one yeah. point, Texas Tech yeah. had that Davis was, Webb, wow.
1: Mahomes, and Baker Mayfield. What a uh, good trio of quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. Right and there. so in another, very another very impressive thing, uh, which I mentioned last week, is Webb was named the captain at Texas Tech and Cal respectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I listened to a couple interviews, and he just sounds – he sounds professional. Yeah, and and I he, he's I, a leader. I, I think there's something to be said about that, and I, I also want to say I'll, I'll be very open about this. I hate the combine. Mm-hmm. I hate the combine. I think it is such an NFL or like event, which obviously it is. Everything mm-hmm. the NFL does is to make money, an event, but everything is overbooked.
0: Oh, I definitely see that too. I mean. You look at guys, uh, Teddy Bridgewater had that really unfortunate injury, R.I.P. Teddy's knees. And um, Your (laughs) fantasy performance. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, just you look at him, he was almost a solidified number one overall pick. And then he had a bad combine, decided not to wear his uh, famous gloves. And then he dropped down to 32 when the Vikings traded up and picked him and he ended up being a very solid quarterback
1: and Johnny Manziel decided to wear pads and the Browns traded up to get him at 24 <laughs> yep, because they're going to tear up this
0: league <laughs> right this league together God. and and yeah you see how that goes so i mean the combine like what we just said goes both ways but there are guys like just today that uh that ob defensive or he's a safety uh he came in and just was breaking records of broad jumps he has a really long last name. I'm not even going to attempt to botch it, but... You mean just how I
1: botch Anatana Kupu? that wasn't exactly. bad, yeah, yeah, that was
0: really solid. But, right. uh, I'm not looking at this guy's name right now, but Obi, just think Obi-Wan Kenobi. This guy came in, just look up <laughs> the defensive backs, and he absolutely tore it up. He's someone who established himself and probably shotgunned himself up to the first round talks. Yeah. It, just like a Byron Jones with Cowboys. I
1: mean, that always happens, mm-hmm. and... Now, John Ross. He's the, <laughs> yes. this is the one story that caught my attention from the combine because normally I I kind of just typically read the results of the combine. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I I like I'm not an NFL scout, so I like to know what NFL scouts say because mm-hmm. obviously they spot stuff that I don't. Yeah, yeah. So
0: job. but when you
1: run a four two two in the forty, and you're a wide receiver, I think it I think it Tyree kill. Yeah, and. The Tyreek Hill and, and in a Browns offense, okay, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I mean,
0: put him potentially next to uh, Terrell Pryor, maybe a reinstated Josh Gordon. That's no, a stretch. That, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's a, on a, the way. Uh, yeah, it's stretch. But uh, I mean, put him next to a big guy. He's someone who else else who um, almost solidified themselves as a first rounder. And I mean, if you watched his forty run. He slowed down at the end because he, he, pulled, he pulled his hamstring. <laughs> yeah, He could have ran in the four ones.
1: Well, I mean, and there were scouts that were saying that clocked him at 4-1-9. Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean, by the way, you can't bring up John Ross without saying this man ran in Nike cleats when there's an Adidas giveaway right now that if you break the 40-yard dash, you win a private island, your own island. And this man decided that... Today was, or that day, was the good day to run in some Nike cleats. And did you hear his response about why he ran in Nike cleats? <laughs> yes, yeah, I thought it was late. but go ahead.
1: A, re-
0: <laughs> a reporter asked him,
1: why didn't you wear a Nike cleat if you knew you had a shot? Like Which, which is what said. everybody was asking yeah, themselves.
0: Like why, and, why? Uh, and Ross's response?
1: I really can't swim that well, and I don't have a boat, so you know I had to run a Nike. Now, if Nike Nike football does not sign this man to an endorsement, oh, oh, I, I've lost a lot of respect. I have lost all faith in Nike because this kid's
0: already showing he's an athlete. Yeah. He's willing to go out there and break records before he's even in the NFL. Exactly. He. he oh, oh wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Nike oh. Nike signed Ross shortly after the record spent. According to, okay. according to ESPN's Darren Rovell. So, hey, so there we go. go. There we go. Okay,
0: him. Nike, Nike you just got five respect points. First of
1: all, uh, you know, there was a few things about that Adidas deal that weren't really fully disclosed. Mm-hmm. It was that you could either take a million dollars or the island, but you had to be under Adidas sponsorship for one year with no pay. Okay. So, like, it, it, so, yeah, yeah. it was a sweet deal, but I'm sure his deal with Nike will be good as yeah. well. But going back to him as an actual player, I mean, he had 81 catches for uh, 1,150 yards, 17 touchdowns, and he made, do you remember that move, that double move he put on Adore Jackson, the quarterback Mm -hmm. for USC, where, I mean, he he ended him. Yeah. And, I, I mean, Coleman... We, we got to re-sign Pryor, because there, the, there was the report today that the what Eagles and 49ers are expressing interest in Pryor as well.
0: I did not see that.
1: Yes, there was a, yeah, Giants, for Giants 49ers, Titans, and
0: Eagles are interested. Okay. So
1: there will be a market for Terrell Pryor. Yeah, yeah, there
0: definitely is. The
1: Browns messed up by not franchising him.
0: Uh, I I actually disagree with that, because I don't think that he should be paid like a top five receiver for... It's
1: one year with $103 million of cap space price. Oh, I, What the fuck yeah, else are we oh, going to yeah. spend the
0: money on? I definitely agree with that, but... There's also going to be guys. You're going to be signing guys right now. You have to restructure contracts, re-sign guys. Eventually, you, it's not. It's not like but you. Do walk, you understand you don't how much a
1: hundred three million a cast space is? Oh, definitely. I, yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> stupid
0: money. But uh, I mean, you don't walk in with a hundred and what three six. It's like one hundred three point one. Okay, or so yeah. like one hundred and three million dollars, and plan to spend it all in one offseason. No, and and that and that's not what Terrell Pryor's contract would do if he was a uh, franchise tag. But that did not happen. It's just the fact that before, prior to last season, he had two catches as a wide receiver. So, well, oh no, no, well,
1: yeah, he, in that season, yeah, beforehand.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not uh, as a total, but just in that season before. So, like that was his breakout year, and I'm not doubting that he can do it again. But I think you sign him to a prove me deal. You give him uh, one or two years on maybe around 10 million ballpark. Do you know who his agent is? No, I don't. Drew
1: Rosenhaus. Okay, do You I think Drew? <laughs> he's, he's be, yeah, yeah, he will not say. You him. think Drew Rosenhaus is going <laughs> to no. say? It. Let me, let me, Terrell, you're the hot commodity on mm-hmm. the market. Let's give a two-year deal with a yeah, team option yeah. for the theater. No, no. Drew Rosenhaus either he's wants
0: four or five. Either wants a max, franchise yeah.
1: tag where he's gonna get well, I think it's eighteen million dollars.
0: Yeah, or close to twenty. No,
1: yeah, it's so mm-hmm. like sixteen, seventeen million, upper upper teens. Or the Browns are gonna have to give him fourteen, fifteen million a year over three, four seasons. Mm-hmm. And I think the Browns owe it to the fan base to bring him back, and as well as attempt to make another like other splashes in free Oh agency. yeah, and
0: I mean it's much more than the 1,000-yard season that he put up. He was in the locker room in a time where one of the worst losing seasons the Browns have had in the recent years. And he is in there saying, let's go out there and get some wins. I want to I, I I, go out there. And no matter if we I, are a bad team on paper, I want us to show up and play the best ball that we possibly can. I like Terrell Pryor the person. Yeah. Now –
1: I don't know how great of a leader he is. I don't think he's a leader. I think he's a good teammate. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, and you know, maybe maybe as it very well should be, he's no Joe Thomas. Yeah. Terrell Pryor is Definitely out for Terrell Pryor yeah. right now. And I think the reason he's giving the Browns all, all the consideration in the world is Hugh Jackson made this man. Hugh Jackson drafted him in Oakland. Hugh Jackson told him to become a, a wide receiver when he was in Cincy. So... I am not doing this for Terrell Pryor's like leadership in the locker room. I'm saying you owe it to the fan base to resign a main the main the main
0: cog of our offense at mm. this moment. Yeah, and I mean, if you're looking at besides someone like a Crowell, I mean, who else do you see as the top person on the Browns offense to move the chains? It's Terrell Pryor. It
1: uh, yeah. Uh, and, and and whoever the hell is throwing to him? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say a quarterback, but right now RG three is not even guaranteed to be back, as we discussed.
1: You know, I, I you know me, I, I, I like for some reason I have this like weird fascination with RG three. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Ryan Grace to the first cast. Uh, <laughs> cracks another beer here, but I, I have always loved to our RG three, but I'm done. I'm You're done.
0: I uh, mean, I I, I've seen enough from him, and he's one of those guys where it's just like the Hey Bridgetwater situation. I'm really sad, but injuries really changed the course of this kid's career. He could have been – I mean, I don't know if there's – I mean, I'm sure that there's better He numbers, had that Marcus
1: Mariota skill set. Exactly. Pre-injury. But yeah. even
0: beforehand, that rookie season he put up was – He made the in, Pro Bowl. It was insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And – those numbers were never replicated again. You could just tell his psyche was messed up with those injuries, and then in the
1: situation in Washington got ugly. It's mm-hmm. it's a damn shame, and I really wanted him to be successful. Oh, me there. too. Yeah. I was
0: I was a big fan of him at Baylor, and just coming out of college. And but hey, man, no pressure, no diamonds. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, but I guess to kind of wrap up our Browns uh, talk here, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the first four picks. Okay. So you have 1, 12, 33, and what's the other one? Is it 54, the the second one? Uh, have I'm
0: not sure the actual number. I, I think it's this. It, it, it's I, just, I believe it's
1: 54 or 57. Anyways, okay. the first four picks, give me four players you want to draft in those situations. Okay. Um, and, and and we're all well aware that you do not want a quarterback. So that's that, yeah, this is
0: what I I do not want a quarterback... But um I I think with that first pick of course I not everybody 100% dis- agrees with one another but I think Miles Garrett's an absolute lock. Um go down to 12 it's a little different really depends who's there cuz a lot uh, of question marks there. Is, yeah. yeah, a a lot, lot of question marks right now and I don't really know what to say but I think you're looking at someone like I personally think it should be defense defense. One so on like 12. Malik Hooker or something? Yeah, someone like a Malik Hooker, uh Marshawn Lattimore from OSU. Really uh well, just, he, he ran a
1: four three six in the Yeah, he, yeah he's yeah. someone who
0: could go in that top fifteen. It really depends if he's gonna slide there or not, but uh I could even wouldn't be too mad with them going for a guy like Jabril Peppers, which He's he's someone who's got a big question mark right now. Uh he doesn't have a designated position. He worked out with the linebackers and the defensive backs, but uh this he's he's special. You you can't argue with he's special, he knows how to play football. Um he's gonna be one of those wild card guys, but I think someone like Hugh Jackson, Greg Williams could plug this guy into a special role and he could thrive. Um second round, Buda Baker. That's a name that comes to mind. Um, Ethan, we talked about this last week. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Pochich, uh somebody in the offensive line. Uh, like, like, what? What, what would well, your was, ideal first round be? Then we'll move to the second round.
1: Ideally, first round, uh, Garrett. I'm, I'm, I'm all Garrett, number one. And twelve, like you said, there's so many. Like, yeah,
0: give me, give me two or three options for twelve. Deshaun Watson, thinking. if he's
1: there. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Kaiser, if he's there. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, if he's there, mm-hmm. or trade him for Jimmy G. Well,
0: I can almost guarantee you one of those three quarterbacks will be there. You think so? You really I, do. I really think that one of those three could potentially... I'm not say, I'm not going to put an odds on it, this but is, one, one of them could drop to the second round, but I think one of those three quarterbacks that's in this top three quarterback discussion, Watson, Trubisky, and Kaiser, could slip down to somebody like the Cardinals and be that stopgap quarterback.
1: And... Ideally, I'm with you. I want to go defense, defense, but I'm trying to get into Hugh Jackson's brain here. Yeah. He, he's got to get his man. Oh, he's yeah. got to get his quarterback. But, uh, so yeah, I'd probably, and then, you know, if, if they're not there and you can't trade the pick, why not draft hooker sign Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. who the Brown, or Jason Lock and Fora reported today the Browns are expressing interest in.
0: Yeah, and Do I think Tyrod Taylor would fit. Absolutely great with the Browns, and then that takes away the need to draft a quarterback or or give
1: up a pick for a quarterback. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, and that's, I think, you know, like we said, we have all that cap space. I think if you can sign a guy like Tyrod Taylor, who isn't an an average to above average NFL quarterback, and not give up a damn thing, that's a win.
0: And he's someone who I think that would fit very well into this offensive system. I mean, he's someone who has a skill set very similar to RG3. And we might have different... And he hasn't we, ripped his
1: knee up 12 exactly. times. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: we might have different opinions on this, but I think, I would say Tyrod Taylor is the polished version of an RG3, and he's he doesn't turn over the ball nearly as much. He's a solid quarterback. I, yeah. I like him. I, I do I, too. I don't think he's... I think he's a bridge.
1: He's a yeah, bridge. Yeah, he's
0: a bridge. I mean, he could be someone who develops into a stud...
1: But but you know what oh, you Tyrod know. Taylor gives me is that comfort of, <clears throat> let's say we draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor makes me comfortable that at least he can maybe stay healthy long enough to get this guy ready. Yeah. Where RG three just, I mean, he's yeah. he's a, a ball in a china shop. Mm-hmm. He's breaking everything. He, it's ridiculous.
0: And also let me let me backtrack a step. Uh, also with twelve, like another wild card besides Jabril Peppers would be. We talked about it, OJ Howard. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, that's me, someone who could come into the offense, be another really big receiver. I'm and, not. I'm not a Gary yeah.
1: Barnage fan, and, and OJ Howard, yeah. tight end. Yeah. Like, big,
0: big play, Gary. Really, he had obviously had that great season. What was that? 2015. It was.
1: It was. Uh, yeah. It was the last year and, of, uh,
0: with number okay. two. Yeah, and then uh, just last season, just. Did, I mean, of course, the offense was different last he season, didn't but he just—he just, good. He didn't he just look doesn't good. look like a number one tight end.
1: He's a backup tight end, and mm. he, and, that's, and that and that OJ Howard is interesting because you know, at, at Bama, a lot of times the playmakers get you know kind of buried mm. in what is Bama football. You know, they had Ridley Jr., that the, the yeah. probably, in my opinion, the best receiver in college football. And you know he only ends up racking up like eight hundred fifty yards yeah. all season because that's Bama. Mm. But um, no, if we're going to the second round, and we'll cut it short. We'll stop with the that that third round pick. But I'm a big fan of Buda Baker. I said this the last time. Uh, Yo, he reminds me of TJ Ward. Yeah. That's never a bad thing.
0: Yeah, I think that he's a great, uh, like, zone safety. He's someone that you could put out there and lay some big hits. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he ran in the 4-5 range in the combine. Yeah, he's so, around there. Yeah. Yeah, he had a really good combine, and he's someone who could show up.
1: And then I had uh, Ray, Ray, Raycon McMillan. I don't think he's going to be there. Yeah, see,
0: I think that's someone... The 20th pick of the yeah. second round is yeah. also that I, yeah. yeah, that's the uh, number 52 pick. We were discussing that earlier, but... Um, I think that he's someone who could be there, maybe not even in the second round, but if you're looking at that first pick in the second round, Rayquan McMillan's in that discussion. And, you know, and
1: I think Buda Baker may sneak into the first round as well. So, I mean, that's the hard thing about saying like who you want because they're probably not going to be there. Yeah. Or, or somebody that you didn't think is going to be there is going to be and there. And you never
0: know. There's always those random guys in the first round that get picked, and sometimes you're scratching your head saying, Who's that? And, and, and then
1: that's why we all love to grab our popcorn and our six-pack of beer and sit yeah, in front of the TV. That's sports It's entertaining. And uh, so I just wanted to briefly, you know, do a little Indian spring training update. Okay. No real debate here. But, uh, you know, Kluber, uh, as of as of press time here, the official press time of the Habs and uh, Press Show, uh, Corey Kluber as uh, on the hook for six-earn in Arizona. They're doing split-squad scrimmages today. Mm-hmm. And your boy Tyler Nick went his uh, bruised left foot from the yeah. foul ball. X rays came back yeah. negative, so that he's healthy. okay. yeah.
0: Yeah, and. Going to go into the season nice and healthy. Hopefully, get Brantley back, have a solid, full outfield.
1: And, uh, you know, the only, the only other real baseball news I can think of is Israel knocking off uh, South Korea in the World Baseball Classic. Wow. Huge upset. You yep, know, yep. good rah rah Israel. Yep, here we go. Israel, yeah. yeah. Oh, please stay healthy, Andrew Miller and Team USA. <laughs> Um, and I think that's all we have for our abbreviated show today, unless Bryce has any uh, more 9-11 truth or stuff, or we can oh, dig, yeah. dig deeper I'll, I'll, into the OJ trial. Or... I, I, got,
0: I got plenty more of that, Evan, but I'm going to save that for another time.
1: All right, we'll talk about <laughs> OJ next time, too. All right. all
0: right. Thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, catch us next week or potentially later this week. We'll uh, send out some stuff on Twitter and keep you guys updated, and uh, make sure you guys give us a follow on iTunes as well at Habs and Bryce Show, and thank you guys for tuning in. Peace.